Well, hello, hounds. It's me, Dan, and I'm here before the episode just to quickly tell you about an exciting opportunity we have for you, our listeners. We're looking to reach uh, $4,500 in monthly support on our Patreon by the end of May. And if we do, we're unlocking a live Zoom show with special guests for all of our Patreon supporters. So what you listen to now, it's edited. It's, you know, it's it's perfect. These live shows, they're going to be raw. They're going to be real. They're going to be fun. And you got to be on our Patreon for $5 a month to not only get the weekly bonus episodes of Ryan and I doing two-man improv or chatting, but also to get a ticket to this Zoom show that we'll be doing in early June with special guests. But we're only doing the show if we hit that goal by the end of May. So now's the time. Head over to patreon.com slash you're the man now, dog. Help us sustain the man dog pod and get us closer to reaching our goal. Thank you. You are the man now, dog. 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 You are the man now. Well, shalom, aloha, and welcome to the Man Dog Pod. It's the Improv and Conversation Podcast with me, Dan Lippert, and my co-host, Ryan Rosenberg. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Dan. What's happening, bud? Not too much. We are wearing the same shirt. Hey, that's <laughs> pretty close. What brand? Um... I don't. I think this is from Target. Whatever, like the Target yeah. brand is, Goodfellow Inc. or mm, something Goodfellow like that. Inc. <laughs> yeah, it I used hit, to be Massimo. I wish it was Massimo. Yeah, where'd their contract with Massimo go? I wonder. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard much from Massimo lately after Target <laughs> dropped him. <laughs> this is um. Uh, what's the name of this brand? This is a brand that um. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug it because I kind of like it. John Mackey told me he liked it. But you can order these from the company, and then they send you uh, like three different shirts that are all different types of cut. You mm. describe your body to them, and then you try them all on, and uh, the cut that you like the most, you can then write that type down, and you can buy right. all those shirts from them. So there's multiple cuts per size. Yeah. You So you could try three different versions of an XL or something. Exactly. Like one like that's that. a little looser in the chest, one that's a little looser in the tummy. One that's the whole shebang. That's really thoughtful. Yeah, I don't see the brand. So sorry, everybody. Just Google. <laughs> Google good fitting shirts try on. I want to say three is in the name. So put okay. three down there. It would yeah. make sense because they send you three. Yeah. Great. Um, but speaking of clothes, both of our guests today buy them. One of them might be in a room that stores them. I can't tell for sure, um, but I'm excited to bring them on. They're both returning to the podcast, going clockwise for me. Uh, let's welcome back Malin Von Euler-Hogan. Hi, Malin. Hi, Dan. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Hi, Malin. Thanks for being here. Okay, great. Where's your shirt from? <laughs> well, that's so funny. I did. I did expect to be asked about this. I'm. Oh, oh. I'm wearing a fish shirt, mm. but I am not a big fish fan, <laughs> or even really a fish fan. I don't. I don't dislike fish, um, but this 
I inherited this shirt from my husband. Who, okay. who does listen. Yeah. It's a cool and- shirt. I, I think so too. Yeah. But I will say, I just have to say this because my brain is broken sometimes. When you were showing it, I couldn't really see the word, but the closest thing it looked oh. like was trash. <laughs> and I'm like, why does this shirt say trash on Trash. It? Yeah. But yeah. I, no, yeah. no, just a jam band. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the opposite of trash. It's actually really <laughs> I've been doing it for decades. Farm around the country. Does your husband, has he seen them a bunch? Is he in that zone or... Um, not a bunch. Well, it's it's funny. My dad is a big fish fan, and this isn't a it's a don't draw connections to that. <laughs> my dad's a big fish guy, and um and actually, when I met my husband, I I suspect he had never heard fish in his life. It's only in the past few years that he's gotten really into the dead and fish. So he has seen both of those, or you know, dead and co now, but has still so seen fish and dead and co a few times now, but isn't like a hasn't like been on the road with them cross country or anything crazy no. like that. You always have to sort of uh, give a give a qualified answer when it's fish. It's like they like them, but they're not like dirty and on drugs all day. Right, right. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with those no, choices. Of course, of course, of course. Um, but no, pretty pretty cash fan. I, well, I don't know. I don't know. I did get very into them. Anyway, this isn't. <laughs> I, I know so little about fish. <laughs> Um, well, we, we want to talk to somebody who knows a lot about fish. So oh, we'll introduce yeah. our next guest, <laughs> Kathy Yamamoto. Hi, Kathy. Hello. I famously don't listen to music, so this will be difficult for me to <laughs> keep up. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, I, I listen to one band at a time, and mm. fish is never has never made it into my rotation, unfortunately. Sure. I think Who is your people, current one band? Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no. I was going to be snarky. So I like your question. <laughs> uh, right now, it's a very specific song from that musical Hades Town. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Uh, it's touring. Hashtag. You, did ad. you see it in LA? I did. I did see it. Um, and but otherwise, I really, I really don't listen to music at all. And not to keep bringing up husbands, but my husband <laughs> is also a musician, and I cannot. <laughs> Connect with him on that because I don't listen to music. Wow, you married a musician. <laughs> I did. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, um, wait, what was I going to ask? I, I I have like five questions. We and just <laughs> if this was radio, wow. I'd want to do the quick radio tag here. We will be getting around to what Kathy is wearing as far as shirt goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> But everybody's I, waiting with bated breath. <laughs> I'm going to just tease that. We, we're not just going to name three of our shirts. We have to go through all four. Um, uh, do you? So this one song. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you listen to podcasts? Do you listen to things? Sometimes. Or not much though. Um, I'll listen to I'll listen to a podcast here and there. Um, okay. But you know, I'm not a I'm not an auditory person. I've not never been an auditory learner. You know, so just, just something that. That never really, and I, I have like uncool tastes, so sometimes it feels hard to like get into music with other people because uh, people will judge. I don't know if you know mm. this. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love Kathy that. gives you a ride somewhere that it's on serious like Broadway hits, yeah, something. But it, but it's like ones that you've never heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder about that station because I'll I'll go by it and like seventy percent of the time it'll be a Sondheim, and I'll be like. 
how deep do they go on this station? <laughs> it, like, is it just Sondheim and Hamilton, or are they playing like the like eighth song from uh, Once Upon a Mattress? Well, I will I will say I don't have serious anymore because I did my trial did run out. Um yeah. but I I do think that they stay like pretty like I they don't they don't do any deep cuts on the serious Broadway station, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty like pop, you know, so anything that's been on Broadway, you know, nothing deeper. At okay. least not I in my I experience. outed myself then as someone that doesn't know any Broadway songs. <laughs> so it's like they're playing deep cuts and it's fucking <laughs> I don't know. Headline. You yeah, you couldn't think of one. <laughs> How would you be able number to make one? That? I don't know. <laughs> um, and of course, this looks like a casual, maybe uh, a jersey type hoodie here. Yes, this is. This is a hoodie from Old Navy. And then my, I feel like I'm on TikTok. My shirt is thrifted. Um, oh. Zara. Uh, Kathy yeah. shirt just appeared on her body when yeah. she said that, like they do on <laughs> And my pants are pajama pants because, um, yes. you know, it's casual. We're on nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. Well, uh, I'm proud of everybody's look. Thank you, <laughs> all of you, for discussing it. I, um, I got, I, I'm almost humiliated to say this out loud because it's such a waste of money. But I got tickets to Hades Town and a bunch of other plays, and they don't tell you which nights you got them for, which hmm. they shouldn't. I like they they do when you buy them, but no one calls you on the day of and is like, "Hey, this is the theater. <laughs> Just let you know that the plays tonight." <laughs> and I think it's I've missed like four plays. <laughs> I don't know what I thought was happening. I thought right. maybe, I. I well, I was on a, like an email chain of people that like theater. <laughs> um, and so I thought maybe people would hit the chain and be like, hey, can't wait to go to the play tonight. <laughs> Nobody has. So I don't know if they're going or what the story is. <laughs> you get a lot of next mornings like play was great. We missed you, Dan. What yeah, <laughs> no, I wish. No, yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. I, I learned about this <laughs> from watching um bachelor winter games but it came up I, like on tiktok the other day but how different cultures have different expectations around like when you make a plan several weeks out some cultures you never need to confirm you just like you know i think it's like the germans <laughs> or whatever will like they'll be there <laughs> um, and you don't need to like check back in but it's a very american thing to like day of be like hey we still on whatever yeah. so, wow. right i almost feel rude if i show up and they forgot and I go like, oh, just checking if we're still meeting. If it's been like five or ten minutes, like I feel rude even by being like, you haven't shown up. <laughs> yes. I always did, have to check in before. You did a good one recently because we had one, Ryan, where we didn't check in uh, uh, on the day. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a restaurant plan. We were going to go to the Ivanhoe. And right. I thought you were going to pick me up. Um, and you texted me like probably 10 minutes after our plan. And you were like, uh, got a table inside right across from the, whatever, or like whatever you said. Uh, and that's a good way to check in without checking in. Mm-hmm. And but I, how I, I found was, out that I was wrong about the plan. But I wish I would have checked in that day because I ended up sitting there for 20 minutes by myself <laughs> being like, well, now that I've told him it's going to take another 10 for him to get here. Yeah. 
And then we sat there another 400 hours waiting for the guy to ever come by our table. (laughs) That's right. We got no service that day, but that's okay. Wow. Called out. It's a very funny waiter. He's done a bit for us twice now. The first time it got a huge laugh. And the second time I was like, oh, you do this bit. Oh, where no. when you um, when you're done with your order as he's walking away, if you're like, oh, also, could I get a side of ranch? He stops and pretends you hurt his back by making him stop so fast. <laughs> uh, and the first time it was a great physical act. The second time it was like, oh, this is a repertoire thing, which is still fine. Well, I've also noticed that he leaves before the order is fully done. Yes. So that you have to sort of catch him with the last thing and it breaks his back. And you're like, I don't want to hurt you, man. Just let me finish. Um, hello. Hello. Hi. Yes. Hi. Um, I don't know how to do this, but I'm calling because I missed a play last night and you guys failed to notify me it was happening. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I, we actually, we don't typically call our, ticket buyers uh, to notify them. Was there was there a special request made where we were supposed to inform you that you had purchased the ticket? Well, I bought the ticket and you right. sent me a confirmation email. Right, right. But I don't, I didn't do anything with the confirmation email because I figured you guys would remind me that we had plans. Oh, right. Okay. So you were expecting some sort of automated or maybe personal phone call on our end. Yes. Um, can I, can I give you just some personal advice? Wow. That was, yes. So, so, so something I like to do, and this is just, this is just me. I'm a little wacky, but when I get an email like that, I'll go ahead and I'll type it into my personal calendar. Oh. So say I get an email that says you were seeing Hades town on May 12th. I'll go yeah. ahead and I'll navigate over to May 12th on my calendar and I'll kind of drop it in there. So when right. May 12th rolls around, I get a little heads up. I hear that. And that's really smart. But see, the thing is, and I appreciate the personal advice. You're very kind, a customer service representative. I paid for the ticket. Now I have to do my own, I don't know what you would call it, administrative assistant work just to go to my own play that I've already paid for. Shouldn't some of that fall on you guys? You know, can I give you another piece of just personal advice? Sure. So, so when I call people who maybe aren't making a ton of money, uh-huh. I don't, I don't really give them a hard time. Um, I don't really suggest parts of their job that aren't part of their job. You, you know, know, I'm starting I mean? to feel like this is passive aggressive. Like I'm not, like I'm not no, such no, no, a good no, no, guy. No, no. Or this something. is this is personal advice, friend to friend. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm a good guy. Right. I just am forgetful. Right. And right. so I need some help. You know, right. I support the arts, which I don't have to. To be frank, since we're being frank, I'd rather see a movie. Okay, okay, wow, wow. But I, I think, think it's important I, to support live theater. It is, and we do appreciate the purchase of your ticket. But I got to level with you. It's exactly the same to us, whether that butts in the seat or not. Right? We've already, we've already had our exchange. We've gotten our money. The arts are winning. Wow, I really feel devalued. Hi, hello. When you're off, uh, when you're off the phone, I'm just letting you know I am waiting to speak to you. Okay, okay. Um, I'm, I'm not like I, I know I'm looking at the, all the posters over here, but I'm also okay, one second. One second. Take your time, but I'm yeah, just letting yeah. you know that's why I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, sorry, just can I give you a piece of uh, personal advice, sir? It's uh, uh-huh. when someone's on the phone and, and they kind of give you a nod that's like, that's, you know, oh, I'm, I'm busy, but I'll get to use it. You know, I don't just, just what I do personally is I don't continue to talk to that person um, um, and I explain myself further. Uh, um, uh, this a, nice yeah. man is yeah, telling you that he needs service. And you're giving him personal advice like he's some sort of scumbag? And I, 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 I can hear that man on the phone probably because you have the volume up too loud, not the way he speaks. <laughs> uh, this amazing gentleman here, uh, you've rudely put him on hold to okay, tell okay. me off in a very passive-aggressive okay, way. God, my amazing ears are burning. So we, can all, we can all talk here, okay? Sirs, I've got personal advice for you both. And it's, if I'm ever... You know, hey, say I'm a guy and I'm hanging out with another guy. I typically don't gang up on the lone woman in the situation. Okay, just personal advice. Well, you'll never be a guy, just to let you know. <laughs> you'll never be a guy. You, it's just not going to happen. So theoret- theory busted. You ever watch Mythbusters? I love that show. Great, Great show. show. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm wait a, a second. Somewhere. Somewhere. Could be a guy. <laughs> Edit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, hi. Welcome. Welcome into Brooks Brothers. Um, Can I help you find uh, something for a specific occasion? Are you just shopping for some normal clothes or? Hmm. Um, Yeah, party. Oh, Um, Oh, great. Um, Yeah, I could definitely help you find something for that. Um, If you just want to, like, describe your body to me, I would love to help you find something to wear oh. at a party oh well you could see you could see me right mm-hmm. yes i can you, um yeah yeah i just but you need to hear it from me yeah sometimes i feel like it's better to dress from the inside out you know it really matches your vibe oh okay um well yeah it's been a rough couple of years so we'll start there i guess mm-hmm. you know that's why i'm here it's because all my party clothes i, I don't fit in anymore mm-hmm. Um, big arms. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guess. Um, what do you call it on guys when it's not? It should be pectoral muscles. You the, the chest? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, chest. Uh huh. Chest looks like tits. Is this helping? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm getting I'm getting a vibe. I'm I'm seeing yeah. like who you are and who you want to present to the world. Yes, yes, yes. This is very yeah, well, helpful. Yeah. You feel like you're a real like uh, an artist here. You're closing your eyes, mm-hmm. kind of writing this all down. I, 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 all right. Uh, um okay, so then under the um, what are we calling that area? The big the big chest. The, the uh, big, mm-hmm. Just big chest, but I want to just reiterate it's not muscle and it's not like. Right. And I'm loving the details you're giving me. Like as okay, many great. details as you can really helps me paint a picture of what <sighs> you want this big hairy, day to look hairy like. Hairy nipples. My nipples are <laughs> hairier than I would like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, left uh, nipple inverted, mm-hmm. right nipple extroverted. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Uh, Does it sound then, right? What's that? I mean, it sounds, it's however you need to describe okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel a little judged by that. No, no, no. I just, right. I thought you were asking me a question and I could not, okay. I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you what's right or wrong. I can just, 
I can just feel what you're feeling and then pick out the clothes that would best match. I see. Uh, okay, well, um, um, I'm working on a six pack mm-hmm. um, that I got from the liquor store this afternoon. <laughs> okay, okay. He's funny. He's funny. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, pretty <laughs> embarrassed by my stomach. <laughs> it's ruined that. Great, 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 great. Um, I guess, is that helpful? Yes, or? I'm hearing patterns is what I'm hearing. That's how to bring the fun, you know, the fun Yo, out yeah. to the party. Because I'm hearing that. I, this is this is why this is so important is because I you need to hear about my body to say patterns? I feel like. <laughs> you know, this is so funny that you say that because I do mostly suggest patterns. But I do feel like it's okay. helpful to hear it, you know, to hear it before I go to the racks. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I'm just curious how you think this, this looks on me. I, I just feel like the butt is still kind of eccentric. You recommended these pants, but I don't know. I, I told you I felt not great uh-huh. about that sort of area. Uh-huh. And you know what I'm seeing is that yeah. there's not enough patterns on the pants. So maybe we need to go and find some more patterns because I'm hearing that you're not having fun in that area. So let's no. let's bring some fun to that area. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I know we haven't met. Can I ask mm-hmm. you how you described your butt? Because I've been kind of avoiding getting down to that area, uh, oh, yeah. if it's not too personal. No, no, no. Well, I started, I talked a little about my, my high school football career and, <laughs> and the sort of like the lifting yeah. I used to do back then and just how it's fun of all. Somehow the muscle's been replaced the fat and it's all sort of sagged down. It's kind of where I've gotten to. Okay. And, uh, cause I actually I have, love... I have... what's that? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Yeah. Sorry. You interrupted. I, um, I also, I like to wear a boxer brief cause I find that that sort of supports the heaving mass that is there. Huh. And, um, but if I'm in, if I'm in just a regular looser boxer, it doesn't do it for me. So that's, that's to start. That's kind of what I, what I told her. Awesome. And honestly, I, loving this community. That's what Brooks Brothers is all about. Great. Well, I, I, I'm, I have very similar stats here. Instead of football, it was lacrosse. Um, and instead of boxer briefs, it's um, um, I, I use boxers, but then I have to cut them in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. oh. and, and saggy. Yeah, that, that thing really related. You cut them in the middle. Yeah, like the crotch. The, and the thighs, I just cut those. So it's almost like I'm wearing two separate things. So it's like a skirt. Yeah, I guess. It is the fabric skirt. is not meeting in the middle. Or a kilt. Okay. Uh, uh, are you are you going, uh, just getting a vibe here, are you going to Brad's party? Yeah, wait, you know Brad. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brad and I do stock, stock stuff together. <laughs> you do what together, sorry? Stock stuff. Stock. Oh, stock stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, we yes. work it. Um, game trading, day trader hero, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, dude, he rules. Um, is this helping this conversation you're hearing? I yeah, I see you're kind of like drawing. Yeah. Me? Is that me you're drawing? It, there? it is you, and it's like a big money sign. And I'm thinking like maybe money signs across the shirt, you know, really <laughs> like draw attention to you know, the, uh, the, the, the reason for the season, as it were, the reason for Brad's party. Oh, great. Dude, if I'm being frank, I don't know if this helps, 
I don't have a lot of money at all right now. Uh, the least I've had ever in my whole life. So I don't want to miss, I don't know if that helps you with the amount of dollar signs mm. or what you're doing there. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I will then, you know, direct you to the sales section, but I will also say that maybe you want a bigger, more fun pattern to like draw attention away from that fact, you know? Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know much about clothes, mm-hmm. but everything is patterns, right? In some way or another. Sure, hey, sure. everybody. Thank you so much for coming to the party. Uh, I'm glad everybody got my email to head over to Brooks Brothers. <laughs> and I'm happy to say everyone here looks like crap. Um, oh. The patterns are too much. And I don't know what was going on over there, but oh. you guys, you guys got had. Damn. Come on, man. This is classic one of Brad's pranks. Sends us all to spend hundreds <laughs> yeah. of buckos at Brooks Brothers, and we all still look like shit. This is classic. You guys all have dollar bills across the shoulders and ass parts that make your asses look huge. God, it looks like you used to play football. Brad, this all was right. an emotional trauma for me to have to really take into st- account what I feel about my body. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm unhappy with this party and my state of mind here, my man. You know what the problem is? And I had to learn this. You guys need wives. You need wives who can help describe your bodies. I, I tried that. I tried that. It was ended very unhappily. It turned out we needed more than just that ability to to, to actually have a connection. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Thank you guys so much for coming. I am thrilled to be retiring and, you know, I'm going to miss you guys, but I hope work is better without me. Hey, welcome to Mike's Liquor. Um, uh, what's the occasion you're, you're trying to find a drink for? Oh, it's uh, my buddy's uh, retirement party. So maybe like some champagne or, or you know, uh, I don't know, like a nice beer. Maybe he likes beers. So I don't know, like an IPA. Oh, great. Yeah, we've got some fantastic. I mean, I'm always a big fan of what Dogfish Head is doing, mm-hmm. um, their 120-minute IPA. I, I do want to briefly just ask, um, how would you rate your relationship to your friend? How would you describe it? Oh, wow. Um, you know, I do think that we started off really strong in college, but college has been like a long time away, you know? So like we yeah. kind of got out of touch and then like, you know, I, I wasn't... I was, right, I'm her wife. They're really just work friends. That's kind of it now. They went to college together, but now it's really just a work friend. Okay. Wow. Hey, good thing you got married. Because <laughs> it's a great description of the situation. And um, um, just to make sure I get the right drink here for y'all to bring, how would you describe your relationship as you head to the party? Uh, are you the type of couple that would show up with something kind of like you bought together or would you each buy separate things and bring them? What's the vibe? We're a bring one thing between two people type of couple. Right. And I, I will say, I think that Brad's like a little more important in my life than just a work friend, you know, like... I, I'm seeing this as maybe like a tight a time to rekindle that relationship, maybe, you know? Oh, okay. Maybe this party you show up in that suit with all those Tasmanian devils on it, and <laughs> Brad really likes what you're working with. You reconnect. That that's what I'm hoping. So I I just I think it's it's a little more nuanced maybe than my wife would suggest. Because we'll have to see. Let's see when we get to the party. Okay, I guess I'll run an will. assessment and I'll yeah I'll report back. 
um, even just what I'm seeing here is a lot of information that's very helpful as far as what to bring. So um, you say an IPA, you say you think you know Brad well, but your wife clearly knows that you just happen to work together. Um, and there's a little disagreement on how close you should be. So I, I think for this, that's a... You can't go wrong with these pre-made ballast point old fashions. Uh, you bring them in, everyone can just have an old fashioned right there, a fancy little drink. Hey, I just want to thank ice. you guys all so much for being here. 40 years in one place is a long time, but um, it's because of people like you who brought these great drinks <gasps> that I'm really going to remember it forever. So cheers to everybody. And um I don't know. Hopefully everybody can figure out whatever's going on today. Seems like all the husbands and wives are really mad at each other. <laughs> Not really sure what's going on, but uh, thank you guys all for being here so much. I love you guys. Thank you. Cheers, Brad. <clears throat> honey. Uh, my... Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, sh- honey, mm-hmm. did you hear that? He said the drinks were good. I feel like the spark maybe is coming. The spark of friendship is coming back. Mm-hmm. Did you put a label on it? Does he know that's from us? Shit. Fuck. Uh, and i'd also like to toast to these delicious drinks that i think i brought and and, um just want to say as brad's i don't know best friend my best friend cliff thank you these drinks are awesome hey it's not just work it's not just college i feel like i know you better than i know my own damned family (laughs) excuse me Um, I, I feel like I need to make this right, honey. Should I, should I, should I, should I, should I tell someone or should I just, I, I feel like I'm getting undercut here. I don't know. I don't know. Break out a college anecdote or something. We, I mean, this is going really, really poorly. Okay. Um, as uh, far as toasts go, um, I, w- I would love to make a toast, Brad. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. What a guy. And yeah, honestly, like what a guy, all these drinks are great. This one in particular. So good. Um, Oh, which we yeah, brought, Clint. which we brought. <laughs> oh, no, I think Clint brought those. Uh, did you, Clint? I don't... It's hard to remember, my man. Uh, it's hard to remember. All I know is after two more of these, I won't remember who even was here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. Um, funny, because I have a receipt. Um, I have a receipt from the liquor store. And it does. Oh, <laughs> look at that. It does look like we purchased that with my Amex. Um, okay. Uh, well, that's not neither you or there. I just wanted to tell a story from uh, our college experience when we were so, 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 so close, Brad. Um, you remember- we go to. The- yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same college. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are you- how could you forget about like. Ouch. Okay. Well, it was 40 years ago. You're more work friends now. Yeah, it was it was a long time ago, but that bond is still there underneath. Um and just would love to I'm, I'm sorry, Clint, did you did you have something to say? Oh, I was just saying that maybe after 40 years you gotta get at least one new friend. <laughs> okay, Clint. You know, it's hard out here. They don't make a Tinder for friends, you know what I'm saying? They do, yeah, that's an option on Hinge it, and Tinder. It, <laughs> Well, we wouldn't know. We've been we've been happily together, married for for years. So, how about you? What's your relationship status, um, Cliff Clint? Um, it- well, um, sadly, I um, lost my partner recently. Um, how we have to go? 
No, we can fix this, honey. We can no, fix this it. is a disaster. This is a disaster. She was the light of my life. Oh, my oh God. God. Okay. And uh, luckily, on, Brad, on, on, no, luckily, Brad was there to lift me up when I was, frankly, in emotional hell oh, without her. God. I, uh, I don't know how this went so sideways. Usually it goes great when I call people out and laugh at them <laughs> in front of all their friends. <laughs> Um, I was admiring Ryan's closet here because um, uh, I'm at his house, mm. mostly because mine is a stuffed with crap. My closet mm-hmm. is like a lot of clothes that um, we may never fit me again, mm. and they're aspirational. And I, but I. Also, they, you know, like some bullshit thing comes up, like an audition where it's like, oh, I do need this blue flannel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the minimalism of your closet, Ryan. It feels. A I lot was just more thinking, relaxing. I have to get rid of even more. <gasps> I just got rid of a bunch, but I, just like you, I'll probably ne- never wear some of that stuff again. Do you Why have, is it taking up space? Do you have like a, a system with which you get rid of stuff? Like, is, does it happen at once or does it happen over time? It. Usually didn't happen. Like I was kind of a pack rat for a long time and I just went through my whole place and sort of like purged a bunch of stuff, did sort of a, you know, sparking joy journey with everything and tried to keep everything I needed and just realized I had so much stuff that was like from years ago that is just from another person. It feels like it's not even my clothes. You know what I mean? Like, why do I have a shirt from so long ago that doesn't even fit? Just have no need for it. But I, I want to start like every time I buy something, get rid of one thing, you know, but I haven't really done it yet. I don't shop a lot. What about you guys? What's your what's your like relationship to tidying? Do you keep a tidy thing or do you have a million pieces of clothes? I'm a tidy person, but I have also I have outgrown a lot of clothes that are still sitting in my closet because it's kind of emotionally fraught <laughs> to yes. deal with. Uh whether I truly need to get rid of them or whether they're worth hanging on to. Right. So we're just ignoring those and wearing the same two pairs of pants. Cause I, <laughs> I, I see so few people now that like, no, no one knows. <laughs> right. I have some shirts. That I like, I really like this. Am I going to lose 35 pounds and wear this again? Or am I just going to get rid of it? I don't, cause I don't need that pressure in my life, you know? And the real reality is if I do lose that 35 pounds, I'm going to be so excited to buy myself new clothes that fit that body instead right. of like, oh, finally. I have, I, I did this thing in like 2015 on my birthday. I bought a bunch of clothes from this company I found in England that I was like, these clothes are awesome. And they're all kind of relatively affordable. I'm going to treat myself. And mm-hmm. they were all British versions of all the sizes. So <gasps> almost none of them fit me. <sighs> And I still have these like seven-year-old clothes that I didn't want to mail back to London, (laughs) but also didn't fit me. And it's like, all right, man, this is now one-fifth of your whole life that you've had these clothes. that (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, I don't know if you've ever done this, but you take them to like Sila to the um, like unhoused outreach um, uh, nonprofit. And they're like, thank you so much. We need big men's clothes. Like this is the most important thing we need. And it's like, uh, I guess I am the greatest guy. (laughs) You are, you are great. Thanks. Mm -hmm. But I'm also, I was listening to my mom recommended this interview with Steven Merchant because he he mentions being tall. And I was like, I'll listen to this. 
And um, he talks about how you can't really have a style personality because you just have to wear what fits you. And I had never thought of that, but I was like, that's totally true. I could never buy cool shoes. Uh, like I couldn't really find like jeans that fit me in a cool way. It just had to be like, you find the one brand and that's mm. your personality. Like I right. just wear J crew because they have an XL tall. <laughs> oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. 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 I also dressed really poorly, but that was just cause like my mom refused to buy me more clothes. <laughs> I I could have. I probably could have. I had the potential, but I didn't I did not. Did you have an older sibling? That was my style I, for a while, was my brother's clothes. Yeah, I did I do have an older sibling and she unfortunately is, you know, she wears the same types of clothes that I did. But then she went to high school where she had to wear a uniform. So then I looked out for a little bit. Mm. She ran out of clothes. Kathy <laughs> <laughs> you- is a big thrifter. You're a thrifter. Ooh, I am. I'm. I'm very. I'm a compulsive shopper, but I love thrift stores. I love vintage stuff. I just bought a vintage Winnie the Pooh today. I'm so excited. Ooh. Wait, like, like an, an actual, like a little stuffed guy. Yeah, but he's like the old because a new guy. He's like he's like radioactive yellow. You know the new mm-hmm. plushies. Um, but this guy's like a little more natural. <laughs> <laughs> so I prefer. I prefer him. Of course. You're like a purist when it comes to Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, like I don't is it why uh, that's not how bears look, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. right. That's a very uh piglet point of view. <laughs> this this is insane because I was okay, what I was always piglet in high school, so this is very, very uh this is crazy. You were always piglet in high school now. <laughs> yeah. I think I know what that means, but <laughs> I mean, I like, you know, with your friends, you're like, oh, you're the this one, you're the this one. Or maybe it was in high school, but it's been younger. High uh, you know how everybody is one of the characters from Winnie the Pooh in your friend group? That's a like tough that. one because with Sex in the City, which is kind of the most common one, I feel like, are friends. It's like there, there's te- technically like a positive to each one. But if you get Eeyore, <laughs> it sucks. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. But Who was your cute. Eeyore? It was this. I it was this girl. I won't say her name, um, but you know she's just like a little bit of a Debbie Downer, a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did she know she was Eeyore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would or, say it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, you're Christopher. Oh my god, that's Eeyore. That's crazy. <laughs> Piglet is a good one. I think I want to be like that. It's like a cute, cool, popular one to me. Winnie is too much pressure. Mm-hmm. I think Piglet's a good one. Yeah, I just know. I know I'm an Eeyore. It's sad, but I just know it. Are you an Eeyore? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just read the news too much. How can you not? Be, like I don't know. Yeah, I right. think I'm. I'm definitely like a. I don't know. The, like the COVID person in all my friend groups. So like, we live in a failed state person in all my friend groups. Like I'm just right. Yeah, I'm, I'm relentless with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am an Eeyore, but I need to like, uh, for lack of a better word, ignore all that stuff because I'm so powerless against it. Like what the st- I I used to, <clears throat> I used to feel like I could change the world, and then once that. 
feeling went away, it was like, well, then why am I consuming all of this stuff that makes me feel fucking crazy? Right. Um, but maybe that's too far the other way also. I don't know. What do you think you are? I don't know. I, th- I, I mean, if you really want to know, I think we all need to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, but maybe I'm just not where you are. Uh, give me a couple of years and I'll, I'll come around to here. <laughs> give me a couple of years British. and I'll quit it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's good. We need people that are paying attention and um, being sad for the people who are not and not willing to, you know what I mean? <laughs> Some people are just kind of like, wee, and it's like, I don't know. I'm not going to like the bottom of that slide. <laughs> I think it balances out because I make people tell me I'm fun every so often to be like, you guys, I'm not, I'm not totally ruining the vibe. Am I, you know, <laughs> you're fun. Are you kidding me? <laughs> to me, your head's stuck in a jar of honey. I don't know. You're fun. <laughs> what, what would you say is Winnie the Pooh's thing? Is that kind of it? That he's just like a bumbling, nice guy. Is that his game? He's so soft. Yeah, but he's like, oh, bother, right? Isn't that him? Yeah. Like, yeah. Kathy, how would you describe the poo of your friend group? Uh, Just like the most popular one. I'm also realizing I don't know a whole lot about Winnie the Pooh in lore. <laughs> I just like the, the images of them. <laughs> That's what I'm kind of realizing is for something that is so seemingly ubiquitous in the culture, I really can't remember watching it at all. I just have like image, like pictures. Yeah. So I think I, I, go back. Go ahead. Well, I just I think we just like pick the ones we like the look of the most. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 if I was going to describe my feeling of Winnie the Pooh, there's like, like a sweet naive optimism that he's always going to try to stick his head in that little jar, honey. <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel. <laughs> no matter how often he gets stuck in it with his little legs flying in the air. Right. Right. Um, I watched a few cause my, my niece got into them a few years ago. Um, and they're really, they make you almost like want to cry the old ones cause they're so wistful and like slow and just kind of like nice, uh, <laughs> that it's just like this very, I don't know. It's an emotional experience almost watching them. It's like when you watch a cartoon from now, they're really like in your face. It feels like, and <laughs> ugly a lot of the time. Right. Right. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, well, we just got the new script for the newest episode of Winnie the Pooh. And, um, you know, down at the development office, we love what you guys are doing. But I wanted to come down and just sort of take a temperature for how you guys are doing. Uh, the scripts are getting really kind of sad and demure and... um I mean, there's some wistful in there, but there's like a streak of sadness in there. And I was wondering, you know, we want to make this fun. It's a children's show and it's silly and goofy. And is everything going okay with you guys? No, Carl. No. Uh, I, mean, I won't speak for the entire writer's room, but um, I, uh, I just can't sort of make it through the day anymore. Um, wow. Without, well, without a lot of help, we'll call it, we'll call it help. And, uh, I apologize if that's making its way into the scripts, but I'm just trying to be real. Okay. 
I can't have Tigger just bouncing around, bopping all over when, when, when the world, when the climate disaster is just engulfing us all in flames, you know, I'm not going to, I'm just not going to have a little little guy bouncing around all the time. You're absolutely right. And you're the showrunner for that reason. You're smart and your fingers on the pulse. Now, when we talked about making the show, we agreed it's important not to lie to kids. And I appreciate and applaud you for that. But Tigger does have to bounce around. That just has to happen. That's what his tail does. That's that's what it does. That's so he. So if we can just find a way to get that back in there, (laughs) you know, let me guess. You're going to want you're going to want the bear to stick his head in a pot of honey as if there's any goddamn chance (laughs) of him finding more of it. Let me guess. <laughs> we all love, we all do love it. I think kids love seeing the lovable bear stick his head in for more honey. And if there's honey around the rim, maybe there's a drop inside. There's not going to be any honey. You know what's happening to the bees? There's no honey. There's no honey, Carl. Monsanto. Yeah. Thank you. I I know, but in, but you know. <laughs> well, Carl, and I'm, again, I'm so sorry for the constant stream of tears that are coming down my face. Um, but if if I may pitch something, I'd, uh, if I may, what if we get Tigger bouncing, like you suggested, like you I want, love that. and we get him bouncing into Ukraine and he learns about what's going on there? I realize we have some people's attention. I, th- I, I think there is probably an interesting way to do something like that. Maybe we can suggest those themes and do an allegory but i just so we're suggesting an imperialist tigger enters an already besieged state maybe not those words he's there to be a savior what 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 exactly are we telling the kids here and i'm watching this from home i'm four and i'm like huh they didn't do this episode in syria a few years ago Uh and why is that Why is that? Now it's Ukraine. What looks different about Ukrainians compared to Syria? White refugees. I understand. I absolutely understand. It's a sad state of the world. I agree. We pay attention to European problems in a different way than we pay attention to problems in Africa, Asia, elsewhere. But let me guess, Carl, the almighty dollar is telling you that we have to ignore it. Well, we do get paid. thoughts. We just, we get paid to work here. This is our job. It's not what I think is right. It's, I am being paid to tell you guys this. And I'm sorry that that's the reality, but it, it, but it kind of is right now. Well, I've got, I I don't know if you read my um, pitch for the B story that um, Rue has It was quite a memo. Well, thank you. I I just think it's interesting that Rue, you know, is, is looking for somewhere to live, but can't afford anywhere so has to stay in the uh smallest part of the 100 acre wood while the billionaires of uh um uh christopher robbins's uh family are are owning three four five houses and all rue wants is a simple modest two-bedroom that he was promised as part of the 100 acre wood dream it's a sad state of affairs. Because the real estate agent, he says, oh, I can maybe afford this one. And they say, well, actually, there's been a cash offer, 200000 more than what it's on the market for. Okay, so it seems like you just got outbid on a house. Is that is that what's happened? That's, that's absolutely <laughs> correct. Okay, now I understand how sad this can be in our adult worlds, okay? But I do think there is value 
to presenting a happy world for children. I don't think we can we can beat them up with this kind of stuff so early. Is there a way to, you know, because I'm with you guys. You know, I, I'm so happy that we have such a conscientious staff. Is there a way that we can sort of get these stories in so that they can understand these things and grow up as responsible communist, you know, watchers? Sure, I'll even go that far. But we just can't put the literal war out there. We can't put the real estate bubble so nakedly into the show. Uh, real quick pause. I am just going to put repeat order for yesterday's lunch. Are you good with Nobu? Is everyone good with Nobu? Yeah. Sushi. Could you make sure? Sorry. Yeah. Yesterday I did not get the sashimi that I want. They, they have, there's a way I like it and they didn't do it that way. So if you could just yeah. add, add a note. You want your sashimi. What was it? Longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Longer. Oh my god! Those are literally my favorite jokes. Where like it doesn't apply. How could you get it longer? <laughs> <laughs> it's perfectly wrong. It's really good. I had some long sushi the other day. No, I do like sushi though. I could eat it all day long. Oh my gosh, it's the best. What I. The world has changed so much, and my dad was not the most like in touch with what was going on. But um, what it, in high school, I went to get sushi with my friends, and he was like, "You're getting what?" I was like, "Sushi," and he was like, "I'll remember it forever." He was sushi. Tushi? <laughs> had, had he never seen a television or just any kind sort of, of? No, I mean he watched like <laughs> sports and Turner Classic movies, but even like sushi right. was like a right. in nineties kids shows. It was on, but it was like a weird thing to get, like raw fish. Like that would be like the yeah. joke, and then it kind of took over, or at least in my life. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. it's causing a lot of problems. <laughs> it it was, took over. It was, it took, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Mercury problem specifically. Specifically. You and Jeremy Piven both got really sick. Yes, we both had to quit a play uh, and it had nothing to do with our relationship to the cast and the uh, people involved. Or drugs or anything. <laughs> Did he have mercury poisoning? Yeah, he was in a, I think in either, I think he was in a David Mamet play or a Neil LeBute play on Broadway like 12 years ago and he quit because he had uh, mercury poisoning. Oh, Did he also yeah. have problems with soy or am I conflating him with someone else? Maybe. That would be funny. That <laughs> <laughs> people know these two things about him. Right. I think he just like doesn't want to do theater and keeps thinking he will. <laughs> He's like, no, yeah, yeah, no, I will totally do the run. I will. I know it's every night. I know you have to actually do the play every night. I'm not going to get sick this time, I swear. Yeah, in 2009, he said that he grew breasts or moobs from drinking 12 cups of soy milk a day. Oh, yeah. Jeez. 12 cups know. a day? Well, we, clearly his issue is moderation. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. learns about a new substance and just mainlines it. <laughs> That's really funny. He went from eating only sashimi to only, yeah. Soy milk? <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. 
uh, he, um, I know almost too much about him because I used to listen too much to the Entourage podcast. And um, <laughs> um, what was I going to say about him? Oh, he slapped an actor for real twice in a sh- in the show. Where, uh, <laughs> like, the first time the actor was like, "Hey, man, don't do that again," mm-hmm. and then he did it on the next take again, and he was like, "Trust me, dude, it's gonna look good in the cut." Like that kind oh. of thing. Um, and I wonder what I would do if someone did that, because mm-hmm. I, I, the reality is, I would be very scared if I was like a you know, one day and I'm with Jeremy Piven and everyone's like, don't make eye contact with him. He's the meanest right. guy you ever met. But also I guess I, I would think- probably just go complain to the producers <laughs> or like right. the, I don't know. <laughs> I would a hundred percent let him do it. And yeah. then yes. like be like, no, it's cool, man. We're good. And then like go home yeah. and cry. Yeah. 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 I, just I mean- feel like the, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Paul. No, I just would ruin the take. Like, I think I would just immediately be like, what do you do that for? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, purpose, like, there's been a yeah. mistake. He made contact. He, should, you know, like we didn't, that's not what we rehearsed. Yeah. <laughs> immediately call cut, 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 cut. <laughs> I feel like there's a, there's a like very vengeful part of me that is like, okay. Let's do it again and let's just stay in the scene <laughs> and, like, and like really slap him back really hard, you know, yeah, or something yeah. that's yeah. like, what? I was just reacting, you know, or, or some sort of like, but I'm sure like I would get sued and he would be fine. You know? <laughs> yes. A hundred. So that would be tough. A hundred times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know moderation. Like he just keeps no. suing people. God, I love this suing stuff. <laughs> Uh, it turns out I can't slap people a hundred times because it, my hands get really fat. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, okay, so uh, cast, we are so excited to have you all here for the new production of Hamilton. Um, congratulations! We are we are just so so excited. We have assembled a really really talented group of people. Um, Something that I did want to just go over before we get started is that I don't think everybody realizes what a commitment uh, a live touring play can be. Uh, I just want everyone to know that we're going to be doing two full shows a night and two each weekend. Uh, We're going to have the matinee and the evening show. So I just want everyone to know it's not like a movie. You know, you're not going to be in your trailer and doing it sometimes. Everybody will have to do the full show every night. So if that's a problem for anybody here, I would just like to uh, get that going so that we can talk to the understudies sooner rather than later. Okay. Anybody have a problem with that? Um, Do people usually bow out at this point? Well, no, they don't. But that's been the problem is that I give sort of this announcement and then everyone says, yeah, of course, we're committed. We want to be in Hamilton. But then when they realize the rigors of doing all this, they get a little bit restless, I guess. And we've been left in the lurch before. So I just really want to make sure you guys are in for the whole long haul. I just want to say, um, since we're all in this room together and making this beautiful piece together, and uh, it's about time that we um, did a Hamilton that is all film actors you know and we bring a little bit of our celebrity and our gravitas to it because mm-hmm. i loved the show but uh 
you know, Leslie Odom Hoonier, you know, Lynn Manuel Humanda, <laughs> etc. Thank you, Mr. Pacino. Absolutely. <laughs> we think we think you are gonna be quite quite an Alexander Hamilton here, and we are excited to see your rendition. Yeah. Yeah, I just see I um I'll also speak, I suppose. I um I see this as a return to my roots, you know, my high school theater days. Um, and I'm just excited. I'm excited for a little a little break from Hollywood, you know, mm. it's grueling. Um and Thank you, Miss Bates. We really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So thrilled, thrilled to be here with you all. For the whole run, as I plan to be a part of. Okay, okay. I'm, you you referenced it, so it makes me think you are thinking <laughs> well, about I'm leaving. Trying to assuage your concerns. You said this has happened before. I can't imagine how or why. So I'll just. Right. Uh, of course, not with you, Kathy Bates, the consummate professional. We. We know we will not be losing you. So, okay. Well, as long as everyone's saying something, I guess I'll say something too. Um, Just so thrilled. Thrilled to be on the stage for the first time. Uh, You know, illustrious film career, obviously. Um, (laughs) And I'm excited to say the words more than once, you know? Um, and excited for this touring company to work around my green juice rust schedule and, you know, really looking forward to see this through to the end of what I need. Thank you, Mrs. Aniston. We are so excited to have you. We know that you're going to be wonderful on the theater stage. Thank you. We we just Thank you. (laughs) I think this is one of the most... Oh yes. What okay. time are we wrapping up today? I'm just I'm just curious, just trying to get a handle on my. Is this my, the um, whole rehearsal? I have the same Well, we're just getting Kathy. started. We are we're going right. to have a twelve hour day today, and right. so oh, we'll have about eleven. Day. Okay. We'll be getting off at uh, nine p.m. this evening. Okay. Ooh, ah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mr. Pacino, what was that? Ooh ah. <laughs> okay. Great. Great. Well, um, awesome. Since everybody is in and committed, uh, that is, and uh, all the under, yes. I'll say the same thing I said when we choreographed the dance scene in Scent of a Woman, the tango scene. I don't do choreography. So the dancing's going to be improvised and in the moment every night, but I have consummate professionals (laughs) with me. So so everybody else will be a professional, but you don't have to be? Is that what you're saying, Al? Well, Mr. Pacino, excuse me. Oh, you can call dude, dude, Hey, you can call me out. I heard you do this. I heard you do this every time. <laughs> every time. Okay, well, why don't we go ahead and take places for scene one? Uh, we all know what happens there. <laughs> and um, let's just take places and sort of get into it. Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Okay. Wonderful. And again, nobody wants to quit yet, right? Uh, I was all halfway to my trailer when you said that. What was that? <laughs> Mr. Pacino, we need you on stage. You're the lead. Oh, you're not using a stand-in for this part. No, no. We have an understudy for you, but there will be no stand-in. You'll have to be doing the rehearsal and the performance. Ooh. Ah. Uh. 
Okay. Okay. And so which pages do, do we do today? Which ones do I need to learn? Uh, well, we can be on book today, but you are going to have to learn the entire script. Uh, your, your part, of course, of, uh, Theodosia and, okay. um, okay. Cause when I did the water boy, I, I would just learn my pages for that day. If you will. Mm-hmm. A lot of secrecy on that set. I'm sure. <laughs> we didn't want to know what was coming. Cause it might affect the performance. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, if we knew whether he would succeed or not, I didn't know as the audience didn't know. We um, all knew, we all knew coming out that that was going to be a good movie. <laughs> I know from the inside you did. Right, right, right. Of course, of course. So I'm just curious. Okay, so I'll need all the pages then. Okay. Yeah, why don't we stick to page one through five for this pers- first part? So everyone right. just kind of crack your scripts there. Real quick, we'll, we'll get, I do we'll... just want to point out that we are all frequent collaborators of Adam Sandler, so it's just incredible. <laughs> we have a good. Uh, Mutual connection to Adam Sandler that I'm sure we'll talk about in great detail while we are. Get him in here. Could they not get Sandler? All right. We're hoping. We're still hoping. We're we're uh, Yeah, you definitely would love to do a cameo every every night in this play. But again, folks, it's it doesn't work like a movie. We're not just gonna film this once. You guys are signing on to months and months of hard work. Okay? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm seeing the understudies here. They're all chomping at the bit. Uh, of course, huge celebrities themselves. So if anybody wants to get going, no, no, no. you know, all this I, would be the time. I because I want these... to get going is the play. So if we could get that backing track going so we can start lip syncing along, I would love that. Yes, Miss Anderson. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. So I'll get this backing track started and action. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. That is the best. I usually, I usually have someone help me with with the pages. Um, um, sorry, is there a chair? Is there a chair anywhere where I could maybe just pop a squat here? <laughs> I see. Uh, I see. Sure. Katie sure, Holmes over there eyeing me, gunning for the role. Katie, I'm just sitting down. Okay. You're an understudy, Katie Holmes. <laughs> oh, these young gals. Okay. Okay. Uh, also, sorry. I sorry. was curious. Did anyone get my notes? Because. <laughs> I noticed my role is very small, as are a lot of the female parts in this show. So I was wondering if they got the notes to rewrite the script to add more jokes for my part. Uh, Well, we'd have to talk to Lynn on that one. He was pretty unmoving about adding more (laughs) stuff for the women. So um, Mm -hmm. but I will talk to Lynn. Absolutely. I, I am. I am with you. I think the play is boring and I think it does need a rewrite. Um, and I would love to see you in it more. I, I really would. Um, Thank you. It's just usually when I'm in my films, you know, people just take my notes. Right, right. Well, this is a big, it's a big moving piece. You know what I mean? It's a large moving piece. And why don't we just start with the first page? Okay, let's see if we can just do the first page. Pretend you guys know how to do theater at all. <laughs> Surely you guys have been on stages before in the early parts of your career. Try to channel that, you know? Yes, okay. Yeah. Okay, and we're moving. Action background and action. And the Academy Award goes to... I hate Aaron Burr. Sorry. I... Oh, sorry. I I just... Usually I have an envelope and someone brings... You you said to channel the times that I've been on stage, and that's that's the only time I've ever been on a stage. So. Right. Yes, right. Is I'm there, sorry. Is there soy milk? Could somebody bring me a soy? 
Three soy milks. <laughs> Three glasses of soy milk for the leads of Hamilton celebrity. Okay, folks, I don't think this is going to work. I think we're going to have to shut down. Uh, we've made zero progress, and this is the third day of me just checking to see if you guys are not going to leave. All right. Well, when they said Jay Leto couldn't direct Hamilton, <laughs> I was the first one to say. I um, mean, can you even believe this cast? <laughs> see it. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody ever seen Jay Leno in real life? No, I have not. Me either. I went to his show. I don't know once. why, but he. You yeah, did? A long time ago. How was it? Fine. <laughs> Being at those like live talk shows is like much less fun because they're long, right? How was it like four hours? Yeah, and it was like, it was a first date. So it it was Whoa. it was a long it was I mean it was oh. fine it was just With like your current husband it was not <laughs> <laughs> whose idea was it it was his it was his what a crazy yes. first day yeah did he have a connection to the show or he was just a fan no he was just a fan it was honestly it was <laughs> fine I feel bad it was it was fine <laughs> yeah. it was it was just like a long day. I'm like. I'm just like a dainty little flower anyway. So like with anyone after like two to three hours, I'm like, okay, we're, we're good here. We're done. Mm -hmm. Um, But it it was, it was, it was fine. It's a huge commitment. It is. Yeah. Yeah. First date, especially you kind of got to get in and out of there and go like, if it's good, we'll do another one, but let's not do a long first one. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely an exit possibility. Yeah. It's a commitment. And generally, I don't think I want to like go through security on a first date. You know, I don't want to have to like be on a lot and be stuck in an audience like that. I don't want to go see someone be funnier than me, potentially. (laughs) You do not want to? No, I don't think so. Not on a first date. Mm, Interesting. I don't know. I would date it a long time. <laughs> that might be a stupid thing to say. I have no idea. No, I, d- I just never have had that thought before. I'm curious if it's something I believe. I, I wouldn't feel that really want. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't think I would really want to go to a comedy show in the last like five or so years as a first date for me because mm. it's like it feels too close to home. It feels like I'll probably run into somebody I know somewhere there. Bus man's holiday. As the saying goes, what and what does that mean? I say this all the time. I, I was <laughs> the way I said it. You could tell. I say this all the time, and no one ever gets it. But it is a common phrase. But it's like the the bus driver has to take the bus on his day off. Like he's uh, he's adjacent to his own work when he's supposed to be off. That's all. So yeah. like you hear like a lot of comedy writers being, like, oh, I can't even watch comedy anymore. It's just like I just see you know I see the gears. So I get it. Um, yeah, but I can't watch it because I'm jealous of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that might be more what I would not like. Is like I don't want you to see me reacting to, yeah, whatever this is. Yeah, I don't. But want I do so, think you yeah. can learn a lot about how they would be responding to Jay Leno. Like that would probably be pretty telling of whether they're your type of person. Absolutely, it was for Kathy, right? I mean, you were out of there. <laughs> oh, I stayed the whole time. <laughs> Was there a no. second date? There was. There was. It was, it was like a it? situational date. It was very, it would have been like very long distance. So that was like the real issue. Mm. Mm. Right. Which is why the uh, first date was such a commitment because it was long distance. You got to, you got to commit. Does that mean like 
really gonna Los Feliz to Santa Monica or what's how are you defining <laughs> it was long distance like San Diego area to LA oh, okay okay that's fair what, okay, so I'm going up to LA for this date. I got to do something LA. She's going to want something really LA. Capital of LA, Burbank, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Jay Leno, this is almost, it's like describing a dream, but he has a show called You Bet Your Life currently airing that he co hosts with Kevin Eubanks, <laughs> and it's a game show. And I saw it and was like mind blown. So I, I added it to my YouTube TV. And my girlfriend Drew and I watched it one night, and it was insane. They, <laughs> they ask the easiest questions, but they get the dumbest guests on earth. Um, and it, there, uh, there's too many. Mo- there, it, was, it is filled with moments. It's like kind of boring, and then it's filled with incredibly, incredible moments that you can't believe are on TV. And one of them is he's interviewing a guy who is like a doofusy cop. Um, and he's asking about his life. And he's like, so it says here, you um, you um, are teaching your kids poker. You play with them. He's like, yeah, we play a couple nights a week. We sit down and I teach them poker. And, and Leno goes, um, uh, well, I bet their mom's not too happy about that. And the guy goes, totally deadpan. Well, um, she's in another home right now. We don't live together anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> And it's just painting this picture of this like bad father cop who gets his kids two days a week and plays poker with them. And, and, and they just don't edit any of it out. Um, but I, I, it, it is almost crazy that people don't know it exists. It, that, and that Leno got Eubanks back. He was like, hey, we're, we're doing it. Right. In one of the most casual scenarios, just sitting there on little stools. It's I can't even describe how insane this show is. Yeah, I've never heard of it. I had no idea yep. it existed. Same. Yeah. What channel is it on? Is it on one of the main ones? You know, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think it it's like weird. ABC at 11 p.m. or something like that. Just some crazy, yeah. or not ABC, but like, you know, one of those just like, once everything's over and um, what's his name? Byron Allen comes on. I think it's like in that zone. <laughs> it's crazy. Sometimes I, I think of that stuff and I go like, and he was one of the world's biggest television successes. Yeah. And I go like, how long am I going to have to work? Because, <laughs> because he still has to do this or wants to do this or whatever. And I'm like, what what am I going to have to do when I'm 60 to be like, I guess I'm going to be in those like commercials for like life insurance or whatever it is. I hope, I guess. I don't know. You see people and it's like, I wonder if they don't like their home life or if they really need to leave or if their yeah. brains are just constantly working. And it's like, I got to be doing something. Right. And I think he's because he was famously like he would do the show every night and still go on stand up. Do stand up on the weekends, right? Never touched his Tonight Show money was like the yeah phrase. Yeah, it's crazy. Am I making this up, or did you work on Conan, Kathy? I did. I did for a long time. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That because that's the only tapings I've been to. I've been to two Conan tapings, and I remember them feeling very quick. That was like that the show just rolls and then it's over. Yeah, yeah, it it goes by really quick, and I'm wondering, it, depending on the year, I might have been the one to seat you. Not oh to- my gosh! Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, it, I went to a test taping when he was taking over. Uh-huh. Um, 
when he first moved to LA, I went to a test taping mm-hmm. uh, and Seth Green was the guest. And then I went once and Bradley Cooper and Julia Louis-Dreyfus were the guests. Did you see me? I don't think so. No. Damn. <laughs> Just <laughs> missed me. Damn. <laughs> Was that like a page? Are you a pay? Is that what the cedar or what did you do? I was an audience PA um, and I would just basically tell people to sit. And sometimes if I liked you, I would hook you up. But if I didn't like you, I would seat you at a bad seat. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Who did you like? Like, how do you like someone that quick? Well, one time this guy came and he was very late and he was like truly almost crying. He was so sad because he almost missed it. Uh, We were like leaving. But he brought like a magazine to like get signed. So even though he was the last one in, which means he should have been in the very back, I gave him a nice seat so he could get his thing signed. Mm. Oh, nice. That's nice. And he did. (laughs) He didn't sign it. (laughs) Hi, hi, excuse me. Yeah. Um, hi. I don't know if you remember me. You sat me kind of um in that in that corner over there yeah um i i noticed i was here before some of those people up there that that got really good seats and i i don't want a new seat or anything i'm just wondering is there something i could have done differently you know i'm trying to learn from this because i'm a huge fan and yeah oh i'm i'm sorry you maybe don't like your seat that much um it's really so one thing you need to know is that it's like a great seat from anywhere you know it, it's just there's television says it's fine um those people were very very complimentary of me when they came in so i did kind of <laughs> sneak them in up front um oh yeah i see how this works and yeah and then you you know you just said hello and didn't even really thank me when i put you in the seat so you know it's like little was- things i'm not I, i'm not asking for much you know uh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, thank you very much. Okay, a little too late, some would say, but I okay. do hope that you enjoy this show. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. And um, um, your hair reminds me of um, somebody I went to high school with. Oh, oh, most who of had oh. good hair. Okay. Wow. Um, this is crazy. But a seat just opened up, like the row in front of you did you want to did you want to say oh, that really quick really yeah that person went to the bathroom i think they're you know not coming back or maybe they will and snooze you lose so awesome yeah okay, okay. Awesome. thank you so much you're welcome and i'm not gonna have to go up to the bathroom i have a stadium buddy so if i pee it just goes in this little pouch that's connected to my leg what oh <laughs> i stadium mean stadium buddy okay that's okay Wow. Um hi. Yeah. Um I'm I'm so sorry to complain. I got sat over on the left side and no problem with the uh-huh. seat. You sat us wonderfully. It was so you were so kind. You even laughed at my dumb little joke. <laughs> but I'm sitting next to sort of like kind of an aggressive man. Oh no. And I was wondering if there was a chance, you know, since we sort of had a vibe and you seem like such a nice young woman. Okay. If I could be moved away from the aggressive man, hmm. just because it's kind of gross and I don't think I'm going to be able to laugh and I want to be able to laugh for uh, Conan. Of course. And when you say that, let me just ask you a question to, in response to your question, what do you think of my outfit? Oh my God, you are gorgeous. 
Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. This is so funny because a seat next to a very nice person just opened up. Would you like to take that one? I would love to sit next to a very nice person. Probably not as nice as you. Okay. Well, I think actually a a better one just opened up if you want to take that one instead. Wow. You are the most beautiful genius I've ever met. Oh my God. I think that, you you know, the couch where Conan sits? Yeah. Did you want to take that one? Oh my God. Right next to Andy? Yeah. Yes, I think I will. I think you'll be very good in that seat. So like, you go ahead. You're the best. Wow. Thank you, Kathy. I think you're the best. Oh my God. Excuse me. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Oh, Um, sorry. Sorry. Yes. So I just actually realized I had tickets to see a taping of the show last week Mm -hmm. and no one called me. So I'm just wondering, is that, is... Where's the breakdown in communication there? Were you guys busy last week? I'm just curious what what went wrong there. Didn't get a call. So you were kind of expecting similar to like a dentist or doctor's appointment for us to call and (laughs) confirm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I also didn't get a little card with the date and a tooth on it. But um, yeah, at the very least, a call would have been excellent. A text even. Oh, um, can I can I offer you some just some personal advice? Oh, God, of course. Yes. OK, you can get a calendar paper or on your phone, actually, if you like to keep it on your person. And when you confirm something, you can put that date in that calendar. OK, okay so you think I'm a fucking idiot? Okay. Wow, you are <laughs> sitting so far back based on your tone. Wow. Oh, my God. Hey, well, text me about it and I'll be there. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm going gonna to give you the friggin' worst seat in the friggin' house. Hey, how you doing? Uh, looks like you got the seat next to me. I think they're good seats. I will let you know that uh, my piss bag popped, so my leg is <laughs> oh covered in, in here. But great view, am I right? <sighs> I'm so sorry. Your piss bag? But you have a stadium. stadium. <laughs> you know it. Yeah, yeah. Well... Well, you don't have to show me, Jesus. You <laughs> just said you were also wearing one. Oh, okay. All right. I'm starting to think I'm in a slob section. I think I got misplaced in the slob section. Forgive me for thinking I had met a fellow, uh, a kindred spirit, if you will. Uh, I'll keep my piss bag to myself, I guess. Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, here he comes, Mr. Conan O'Brien. Yes, dude. Yes. Oh, yeah, Conan, yes, man. Yes. Yeah. Look over here, dude. Oh, yes. Yes. I hope he does the he's puppet looking, strings. He's string dancing. He's doing it. String dancing. Fucking yes. Yeah, Conan. I got one. Conan, sign my piss bag, dude. <laughs> Conan, I'm Kathy's best friend. Sign my piss bag. Uh, yeah, I told Kathy she was pretty, and I'm sitting up here now. Oh, okay. We uh, we bumped Obama for you. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, I voted for him. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well. Kathy, Malin, thank you so much for being here. That was so fun. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. 
Um, uh, Malin, is there anything you'd like to plug or anywhere uh, people can find you online? Yeah, just follow me on Twitter. My handle is Malin underscore V-E-H. There it is. How about you, Kathy? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Yama Drama, but I don't post that much. Um, you could also follow my podcast, uh, the Korean Drama Pod. Uh, I think that's the handle on Twitter. Oh, uh, awesome. Do you talk about uh, Korean dramas or is it a podcast with Korean drama? Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, sometimes there are there's drama that is. Oh, we mostly talk about Korean dramas. <laughs> OK, cool. Um, and Pony, are you all doing regular live shows or just here and there right now? Just here and there. But if if you're following us on Twitter, I'm sure we will have retweeted Matt Apodaca's posts about the shows. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, love it, love it, love and go and check out the Pony episode uh, that we did right here on our Patreon, patreon.com slash you're the man now, dog, where we have our whole backlog of episodes, two man uh, Monday episodes with Ryan and I extended versions of all the episodes you can hear for free and video of all those episodes. Plus for this month, you might've heard this at the beginning of the episode. Oh, I hope this comes out still in May, but if not still join the Patreon, we're looking for a $4,500 goal monthly goal. So if we hit that goal, we are unlocking a live improv show. Um, so join or uh, tell friends to join if you're already with us. Uh, Ryan, what do we think? Anything else? That sounds great. And of course, we want to thank everybody who helps us make the show. Brian, Annie, Hannah, and Casey. Thank you so much for all that you do. And everybody listening at home, thank you so much. Leave us a review. Tell a friend. Whatever you like to do. Whatever you like to do. Malin and Kathy, thanks again for being here. It's great to see you. Yeah. So nice to see you. Likewise. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.